You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Rua Space Podcast, where we look to make space for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our everyday lives. I'm Phil, and I wanted to bring you a little bit of a different episode today. Next week, we are going to be starting, Aaron and I, a seven-week series going through The Interior Castle, written by the Carmelite St. Teresa of Avila. A really beautiful book. We're going to be looking at the seven different uh, dwelling places of the soul. And so she talks a lot about prayer and stuff. So we're super excited about that. But before doing that, I wanted to share something a little closer uh, to home from my personal story, why spiritual disciplines are are so important. Why Rua Space has become what it is for us, um, kind of how I got started in disciplines and why. So we're going to share a little bit of my story and then uh, why disciplines are so important. And then hopefully somewhere along the way, you can find out what it might mean for you if you already practice them or if you're considering getting deeper into prayer or meditation or yoga or whatever it might be with us. Um, my hope is you can help see why these space creators have been so important. So for me, it goes to a number of things, honestly, to a number of issues that I've had for most of my life, as we all do, right? Not no, no, None of us are perfect. We all go through different things. Um, so there's a few different ones. First, for most of my life, I've been the type of person who thinks a lot. I am mainly in my head. So uh, academically, always done well. I originally went into ministry uh, based in my love for studying the Bible and teaching it and that type of stuff. So my relationship with God for a long time was mainly an academic exercise. Now, some of that may have had to do with being young and I needed to grow up, you know, I need to, to get deeper into the faith, whatever it might be. But that really is just how I often live my life. I like to think and that's not a bad thing. However, for me, I began to realize over time that there was something missing that I couldn't just know about God. That wasn't enough. I needed to actually experience it. Just having the answers isn't enough. We're actually called to live it. And I came to realize over time that living it and experiencing it isn't mainly something we do in our heads. It's something we do with our entire beings. And so spiritual disciplines then, when we can do things like breath meditation or um, different forms of prayer where our body is involved or even listening prayer, I know it's it's still a lot of it's done obviously in our head, but it's a different type of engagement with God than thinking academic thoughts, than trying to figure God out, trying to understand the Bible, you know, through commentaries and language and all that stuff. This was more saying, I'm going to listen for what God is saying. And for me, that's had a major impact on my life. As I've gone deeper into spiritual disciplines, I have experienced God in a different way than I ever did when I just studied the Bible. It's become more real for me. I think I'm more in touch with what the Spirit might be saying. And that's not to say, ooh, pat on the back, I did it. No, this is God is speaking all the time. 
But for me, I was ignoring a large way in which God speaks because I wasn't praying as much as I should. I knew a ton about the Bible, but not very much about what it meant to actually experience God through prayer in my body in the present moment. So for me, spiritual disciplines are one of the ways that help get me out of my head, that help me go deeper into a relationship with God to hear God's voice. But as a part of that, what I've discovered is it's ended up impacting other parts of my life as well. So when I was a child, uh, my family went through some difficult times. And for me, some things changed, mainly that I started displaying issues around OCD and Tourette's. And I started experiencing anxiety. And I kind of have this weird opposite anxiety type thing where when something really crazy is going on, I usually feel pretty calm. But there can be other days when there's absolutely nothing going on and then I feel anxiety or the anxiety can take over very easily. But since I've really dug deeper into meditation and Lectio Divina and different forms of prayer and simplicity and service and these other spiritual disciplines, it's made a major difference. See, when I first sat down for meditation, and this still sometimes happens, honestly, if I sit down and try to become silent, one of the first things that often happens is my body sends crazy signals of anxiety and restlessness through my whole body. That I want to be anywhere but sitting still praying. Sometimes it feels like it might be a waste of time or it doesn't matter or there's other things I should be doing. And that also is probably connected to the being in my mind part that I'm often a person who lives in the future, right? Like I like to plan. I like to have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a retirement plan, right? I like to plan my projects. I like to be in control. But what can often happen when you're living in that type of way is you miss out on the present. And the present is all that we have. The past is gone. We don't know what the future holds. The present is where we fully experience our own life and a connection with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So becoming present has often been uncomfortable because it means in the silence I have to feel something. And as someone who likes being in their head, who didn't really like emotion for most of my life, I shoved it down or ignored it, being silent and being in the present moment, what my body is actually saying and what my mind is saying is don't feel. Don't live in the present moment. Don't become present to what you might be actually experiencing or going through. That's uncomfortable. Then you've got to deal with stuff. But as I sit through that, as I'm able to remain in that silence by the grace of God, a calmness comes over me. Not just in my relationship with God, but a literal calmness to body and mind, to my spirit. And I think that's a gift from God. It's a gift from God that is always available, but I have often blocked because I wasn't present to that gift. I was wanting to live and be anywhere but here. And there's reasons for that from my own story, which we can talk about in other places, but Maybe you're like me and, and sitting in silence is really uncomfortable or you feel like nothing is happening or like it's pointless, not really sure what you're doing. 
But I've discovered that sitting in silence in a listening posture of prayer or talking to God in prayer or focusing on my breath or any of the other number of disciplines we teach has just made a major impact on my ability to be present, not just in that moment. See, I started to become more present or more comfortable being present just sitting in silence. That anxiety started to calm. My breath would go deeper. My my awareness of, of, of the Holy Spirit starts to increase. And I'm not saying every time, right? This happens over a lot of times and I get little glimpses of it. But what started to happen is I was more able to be present when I wasn't praying as well which has had a significant impact on my marriage, on my ability to be a father, on my ability to be a pastor, as someone who listens well, as someone who's present with other people, and someone who can just enjoy life more. And this may sound like a magic uh, bullet, right? Like, oh, if you just do this, A plus B equals C, that's not it. But I think what the disciplines do is they remind us of what life is supposed to be like. That we aren't supposed to be people running around like crazy all the time, physically in one place, but mentally and spiritually somewhere else, either guilty or anxious about the, the past, what we did or what's coming up in the future, full of fear, you know, playing with our kids, but actually thinking about work, spending time with our spouse, but actually thinking about that project we need to do or spending time listening to someone who really needs us to be present, but we're somewhere else thinking about something that happened the other day that upset us. I've discovered that when we sit in the present moment and can be present to ourselves, it helps us, it trains us to be present to other people. It helps us to be present wherever we are. So when an anxiety-provoking situation comes up, when I'm, when I'm feeling that Tourette's, which is, you know, nerves in my body not connected right, so my body constantly telling me something is off, when I can return to the moment, return to my breath, return to God's presence, it brings a sense of calm. You know, Teresa of Avila in Interior Castle, uh, this book that we're about to start this series on, talks about how important it is for us to pay attention to what's inside. She says that, you know, it's stupid, basically, when we don't strive to know who we are, but limit ourselves to considering only roughly these bodies, so our physical bodies. Because we have heard and because faith tells us so, we know we have souls, but we seldom consider the precious things that can be found in this soul or who dwells within it or its high value. Consequently, little effort is made to preserve its beauty. All our attention is taken up with the plainness of the diamond's setting or the outer walls of the castle that is with these bodies of ours. So what she's saying is it's really easy to to pay attention to the outward stuff, to our physical body to be ignorant of what is going on underneath the surface in our soul, which is where the Holy Spirit is, that there's so much beauty there. But when we ignore it, man, we ignore it at our own peril. And so I guess my invitation would be to you to consider the spiritual disciplines, not because it's going to get God's attention, not because it's going to earn you something, not even because the disciplines in and of themselves are something special that open up a door to God that wouldn't be available otherwise. Whether it be prayer, meditation, yoga from a Christian perspective, simplicity, silence, all of them, what it's really about is being a space creator. It's a tool 
that for thousands of years, people in our tradition, followers of Yahweh, have used and discovered really helps create space to connect with God. It can help us better really experience God in a real way. Learn to hear God's voice, really connect with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Help us to abide in Jesus as he invites us to. And any progress that we make in any of this is God's mercy and grace on us. Our invitation is just to make that space. And I've discovered that when we make that space, it does impact our anxiety. It has an impact on our fears. It increases our ability to be present. It more deeply connects us to what we're feeling and to our own story. And when we do that, we're going to be the type of people who live better in the world. It helps us to be more sensitive to the voice of God and the movement of the Holy Spirit. So we named ourselves Ruah Space, Space for the Spirit, Ruah, coming from Ruach, which is spirit and breath. And we believe, and I've experienced, that when we create breath, uh, space for our breath, when we create space for the Holy Spirit, it impacts us deeply. It impacts us not just during the time we're participating in the discipline. No, it even more impacts us for our life outside of it. So friends, wherever you may be on the journey, we are just so honored that you're on this journey with us. And our hope in all that we do here at Rua Space is that you will be challenged and encouraged and blessed in some way to make space for what matters, to make space to get to know yourself more. As Teresa Avila says, to, to go inside, not to ignore this beautiful castle where God dwells and where so much of your story is at, to, to connect with that. And most importantly, to make space to connect with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, because we believe that God is still speaking and God is present. And the question is always is, are we listening? I know the impact it's had on me, and I believe it can have a huge impact on your life, friends. So thank you for listening to just a little bit of my story. I know that we all have a story I love when we get to hear yours, and I pray that as you make space for the Spirit, you will also grow deeper and deeper in your relationship with God and who God made you to be. Grace and peace, friends.